This week on Nintendo Main, in honor of Luigi's Balloon World, we've hidden balloons all over the episode. Good luck finding them. Stop calling me little one. Luigi's got some fucking balloons. I don't care. <laughs> Domain episode 109. We're your hosts. I'm Trey. Yeah, Zeo Drifter is pretty hard, Johnson. I'm Faye Faramy Mikowski. Faye Faramy. John Deflated Knitter. <laughs> yeah, uh, Faramy sounds like some sort of weird uh, chemical that you use to attract other Jeremy's to you. <laughs> or like, or like, I don't know, who's Enrico Fermi? He did something. Oh, I was thinking about like pheromones, like Jeremones. <laughs> it, it, will, <laughs> it will attract the female former of, of Jeremy's to you in case you want to have other I do. I have small to Jeremy's. <laughs> if you've played Faye, you understand why I did that. Yeah, I watched some I watched some of your video. Anyway, we're here from uh, the internet's uh, 10 trillionth best uh Nintendo podcast out there, uh, Nintendo Main. We're, we're here to talk to you about uh, the news and all that fun stuff. We have John back. He's returned from uh, fighting whatever Galaxy Destroyer he was fighting last last week. I'm back. I saved the world. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it, but it would be too exciting. And, you know, it would absolutely blow up the podcast, so well, don't want to do that. Well, you know what? I do have a question for you that's super exciting that we never What's found that? out. Did you get E3 tickets? Less exciting. I did not. Oh, okay. Did you you tried though, no. right? See, well, I tried to. So what happened was I got online. I was it was nine a.m. Monday, and um, you had to be right online right at that time. Yeah. Right. And I refreshed the page. It was not there. Yep. I kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Nine oh one, nine oh two, nine oh three. Not there. Not there. Not there. Refresh the page. Nine oh four. And out of the one thousand tickets that were available for one hundred fifty bucks, I was number one thousand three hundred and forty nine. In line? Like in an instant. Is that what it says? Yeah, in, in line. Oh, in line. oh wow. So Yeah, I didn't even... Not only were they late putting it up, but the instant that it went up, I was number 1,349. I just didn't have a chance of getting those 150 tickets. I honestly thought and, that that was what was going to happen. Like, I checked. I didn't Like I, I didn't have the money to buy it at the time, so I didn't. But uh, but I looked online anyway. I was like, oh, let's see if it's actually available. And it already. And I checked at like 11.10, I think, my time, and it was already 2.50. So I was like, it probably went in like minutes or seconds or I don't know. It was like a millisecond. It was all gone. You have to like, um, I would say for that sort of thing, I think you have to set up like multiple computers. You need like a team yeah. to like constantly try to get the $150 tickets for that, I'm sure. Yeah. And through some hiccup in in my pay schedule, my bank account, I only had enough in the checking account at the moment to get the 150 Yeah. I had more on the way, but it just wasn't there. I have other money and savings. I just don't, I only keep as much in my checking as I need to. Yeah. And so I just didn't have enough to do the 250. And then by the time that I did, I thought about it and I really needed to actually move to a bigger apartment, a bigger room to, um, so I, I decided not to do the 250 after all. Yeah. I figured you wouldn't do the 250 yep. if the 150 wasn't there. So that's what I figured. I don't know. I was really intending to, but 
I, I just had some time to think about it and decided to be more responsible. And I got a bigger room instead. So, but uh, I, I mean, the two that. the two fifty is eternal, though. You know, if you decide to get it later, you still can because it's not going up from there, right? I'm pretty sure they've sold out by now. I haven't checked completely. Like how many? I, I thought they had an unlimited amount of tickets. Three. Last year they sold fifteen thousand. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. So they might have sold them all out by now. Yeah. It's been I was a week. just gonna say like, oh, you could, you know, maybe if you decide to do it later, you could get it for two fifty, but maybe not. Maybe I'd take a look. And there's always other ways to get into E3. Like I do a lot of brand ambassador work. Well, not lately, but I have done it. That's how I got in the first time. Yeah. And you get paid to go. Yeah, that just do a job a, and wear a t-shirt or something. I almost went one year because of I had a friend who worked for G4 back when G4 was was real. You know, wasn't wasn't canceled and all that. And oh, right. uh, and he told me that they always needed people and that I should just call them and see if I could get in there. And he said he said they only always needed PAs for like their uh, whatever. So I was mm-hmm. gonna call and I think I I think I did call or I emailed or something and I never they never got back to me or whatever. But a camera guy that I work with a lot he said that uh, he mentioned it. Like, because he had G4 connections, but, you know, G4 is gone now. But, yeah, back in the day of G4, I thought that maybe I could get in there for a second. But then I'd still have to get down there, you know, and find lodging and all that stuff. Right. It would cost you a lot. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't have been able to afford it anyway. Plus, this was like 10 years ago or something when I had, like, even less money. So, <laughs> but, yeah, one of the one of these days, I thought about, I was, I was like, oh, we sh- I should try to go to E3. But I was like, at the same time, I didn't have enough money to get the ticket at the time, but I had money coming. And it was kind of like, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, like go over to try to get the ticket and plus when it was i'm like I w- i'm like i'll only get it if it's if i can see it at 150 was how it was how i felt about it you know i'm not gonna go for the 250 regardless i'll still go hang out around there if you've been down to the la convention center at that time you know there's always things going on outside uh, companies set up booths outside like across the street sometimes there's free stuff to go to or like they'll rent out a bar and have an event at that bar nearby so there's all kinds of stuff going on and definitely the whole neighborhood downtown just becomes all about E3. Mm-hmm. So it's still a lot of fun to go hang out at. Uh, last year, they had T-Mobile set up a big booth outside. Not a booth even. It's like it's more like a eSports kind of event area, like a big concert stage and everything. And so they were playing Injustice 2 and doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I saw it. there for free and watch that stuff go on. So it was a lot of fun. I did yeah. that this year, too. Yeah, I remember you like filmed some footage walking around. I think we mm-hmm. talked about it in one of the episodes of you walking around looking at shit. I, th- I remember seeing footage of injustice 2 stuff mm-hmm. so yeah there's our e3 update <laughs> for this yeah i uh i wanted to try to buy tickets because like you said john if i had gotten a hold of them i could always resell them i don't know right. if you said that i think we were off camera when you said that but uh i uh my job like the way my job works is i go in and i'm you know I'm, i i cook so when the restaurant opens at 11 which is when they went on sale i had to like be at work like i couldn't not be there be there ready to make food like yeah i have to be like off my phone ready to cook at 11 so it sucked because i didn't have any way to to even get on there and try but i was going to i had an alarm set and everything yeah i I had an alarm set too i couldn't have afforded to fly to la and take the time off anyway i don't think but it still would have been cool to try to do yeah one of the one of these years maybe next year or something one of these years yeah we'll try to we'll try to work it out you know it's been right around a year since we went to that Nintendo event because I, I was looking at the YouTube video of one of them today. Yeah, it was in February, right? Yeah, it's been a little over a year. It's been like last week, I think we hit the year mark. Yeah, we're getting real close to a year of the Switch, which of course we'll have an episode for that. That'll be our topic for whatever that week that is. When That'll was... be two episodes from now. Yeah, right. That'll be a couple weeks. We'll be, uh, when, when was the Switch? When was the exact date? Do you remember? 
March ninth, third, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was a week before Mar ten because I was uh, I made a joke about it being Mario Day or Mar or Mar ten March March tenth Mario Day. Yep. It's like that's when it should be, but I was a week off. So March third, which that'll be, I mean that'll be like Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, because the first is the Thursday. It's next Thursday. So we'll I've been do seeing it. a lot of stuff online. If you bought a launch switch and you have anything you want to get fixed on it, your warranty's about to run out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I already got mine fixed once, so I think my warranty was re was re upped after that because I sent it in for the card problems that I was having, which didn't really help anything to send it in but they did break my uh i mean they did fix my joy con because i had that joy con issue where the joy con was coming off and it wasn't getting you know it wasn't staying so they did fix that and uh haven't had any trouble from it after that so i'm terrified of ever sending my switch in after what happened to brian altano and his story yeah well he had a like a, he had like a USB-C problem right right it, so and he thinks it was because he used a off-brand dock well that's what they would tell you times. <laughs> that's what nintendo would always tell you they even said that like if you ever call them about something about Super Nintendo or whatever, they'd be like, did you use a Game Genie or like whatever other thing? Did you, know, you use a Mad Cat's controller? Yeah, it's like anything. No, really. They're like, if you use any sort of third-party thing, then blah, blah, blah. Actually, I think uh, back in the day, if you used a Game Genie, it voided your warranty, right? That's that's what I heard. Like, wait, that, that they wouldn't even... You know, I never even knew. We bought our we bought both of them used, so they were yeah. both voided already. Yeah, I mean, I had a, yeah, I had a Game Genie for the NES... But I remember hearing because there was a game genie for Super Nintendo, and then I started hearing about the "oh, void your warranty" thing. But yeah, it wouldn't. I don't think it even would have mattered. Like by the time I didn't have any problems with my Super Nintendo, and by the time I sent it in, it would have been you know if it. Yeah, I never had any trouble with it, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's uh yeah thinking about that is like oh man, like all the all the hours of time in those in in all those games and all the Switch games that would be uh, depressing. Wait, well, yeah, he was saying he'd flown all over the country and been on like over I, I, in this last episode of their podcast yeah yeah he'd been on uh over 50 flights last year with it yeah just imagine all the time he put into those games yeah. like and how they're like oh. tied in certain parts of the game are probably like tied in his head to his travels well there's stuff like and, and he mentioned there's stuff like zelda where like you know none of your playthroughs are going to be the same you know it's going to be like you won't ever have that again like that special stuff that you caught or whatever how whatever amount of octorak eyeballs you have or whatever and uh what they also mentioned uh cloud saving being in the uh nintendo in in the nintendo um internet you know service Maybe. that they're going to have well they said that it should be in there that's what i meant not that it's actually going to be in there and i was talking with john before we were recording is what I'd really like them to do is they should do what PlayStation does. Like PlayStation Plus was like the coolest thing ever in that regard. I had PlayStation Plus, and basically what it does is you ba- you can like schedule a time, and your play and your PS3 would turn on whatever time you told it to. It would turn on and put all of your saves in the cloud, and like update all of your games, and like sync all of your trophies, and just do all that shit you don't want to do, and like you know add it and put any like updates or whatever on there on the system. And I set it for like nine in the morning, and it would just turn on and do that. Like it would be really cool if they could make the switch do that. You know, it just turns on, connects to the internet, put your shit online. Like I actually had a had an instance where I. I lost all the memory for my PS3 where I lost all the games and I just downloaded it from the cloud and it was like nothing happened, you know? And then it happened again and I didn't get everything back. And I wrote an article about it. It's on Nintendo Made Podcast. It's the only article I ever wrote. You can read it on there, but... I you think know. it's the only article we have. <laughs> it, it is the only article we have. But uh, yeah, I... You know, it did happen later, and I kind of wish I had PlayStation Plus because you put it all back. But yeah, that's really something they should be doing. And this was something that was happening last generation, you know, 
for the PlayStation 3. So it's like, come on, guys, get with it. You know, you can call it like the Lakitu cloud or something like that. Like, it, you know, it's, uh, it's get with the times, man. You know, you can do it on your phone. Like, I, my phone, like, backs up to the cloud, like, every fucking day. And I don't even have to tell it to. It just does it. Just saying, Nintendo, get with the times, man. Get the cloud, get the black backing that stuff up. I don't want to have to restart on, uh, you know, any of those games that I, that I played a lot of. I don't either, man. I'm scared. That's why I don't <laughs> think I'll ever send my Joy-Con in, even though it's it falls off or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I mean, that's the first time. And I've sent... I mean, I sent in my Wii twice. Like, that broke two times. And they didn't... I sent the Wii in one time. They didn't yep. delete it. I mean, they didn't delete anything off that. So this is like a rare rare instance that I've heard about it. So it's like... They picked, like, the worst person yeah. to have it happen to. Yeah, to somebody like, who gets listened somebody to. Somebody who Millions of people listen to him. Yeah. To the whole world. yeah, probably not that great for them. It'd uh, <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, uh, we fucked up this system. You'd think that they would go out of their way to try to make it not do that, you know, just because of right. uh, whatever. Or maybe they're just like, yeah, they're like, we got our own podcast. We're cooler than them. Like, we don't care about those guys. <laughs> no, they got no power some, now. We don't need them. Have you, some ha- person's first day working there and they got that switch and they messed it up and you know, they just feel terrible. Yeah, I find it really, really hard to believe that there's no possible way for them to hook up whatever sort of crazy machine they have to get the, the data off of it before they, yeah. you know, like they can't even like back it up to another spare switch they have laying around. I guess if it has to go through the C, you know, the USB-C, and that's not working, maybe, but it's just crazy, like, the the time that we live in, and there's no way to get the games backed up in any way. I mean, if I lost everything on my Switch, I would be, it would take me a while to play it again. Well, yeah, you probably take, wouldn't want to take a long yeah. break. I wouldn't go back to it for years. Yeah, you yeah. probably wouldn't want to play anymore. Like, you'd just be like, oh, oh. <laughs> All that mummy demastered time. Just wasted. I was trying to... Those, those 40 minutes I played Faye. Yeah, <laughs> I think you got halfway 40 through. Forty minutes of my life gone. <laughs> you got halfway through the game, from what I heard. Yeah, it, it would it would really suck. I, I can't even think of it, and I'd be like, well, some games I'd be okay with starting over, but some, yeah, I wouldn't really want to work back to hour two hundred ten of Zelda again. No. Yeah, well, I mean, I have two copies of Zelda, and I played the other one a little bit, and I still like don't you know? I still have, I still feel like like I'll play through it again eventually. Because you can always play through it in a different way and have a different yeah have a different experience with it. I think it would take me like I don't know maybe three or four years to want to play Zelda to that extent again. Because yeah. like I love a, the game. Because like Jose, to get that much into it again, yeah, it would be a while. Well, Jose Otero of IGN he rave reviewed it and he played that game like three times. Really? Yeah. Like, while he was reviewing it, and he played it over and over and over again. Well, he did it, like, you know, where you had to play it differently each time. Like, I think he was trying to, like, figure out, like, how much variety you can with it. And that with that game, you really can. You know, you could make it a completely different experience the second time around. Like, maybe you want to go to the different dungeons in a different, different order, or, like, go through the whole game without using a shield or something like that. You know, you could totally do it. Or, like, no swords. You only use, like, clubs or something. Slappers only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slappers only Zelda. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can. You can't do that. That's not Golden Eye, no. but it'd be cool. Oh, it'd be cool if you did. <laughs> or the uh, Karate Chop. <laughs> Hope you recorded that. Hope you got that on the camera. John smacking his uh, phone or whatever it was. I did. Anyway, uh, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip the stuff that we bought and talk about it for our topic. I think I said that already. But let's. Uh, did we say uh, any news? Have we gotten the news yet? Any stuff in, no, news? It was in the news? We, we've been talking about E3 news about our own personal news. Here. But is there any? Uh, I, news, I know. I know. Uh, I know the biggest. I know the biggest news of the week mm-hmm. is uh, the Mummy Demaster is getting an update today. It's pretty big deal. <laughs> 
I actually I actually saw that and I was like I haven't fully beaten the game yet. I'm still like trying to collect all the extra items and stuff. I think I'm on the last boss. And I saw that like they basically updated and made everything easier and I'm like no, I'm like I'm going to like I'm I'm, I'm going to refuse to download that update and I'm going to play the game on the difficulty that it is now and just not update it. That's what I decided on the Mummy Demasters update. Just because I you know I, I feel like it's difficult enough to where I feel like uh you know I feel like I've like I've done something. It's rewarding when I actually beat the bosses that are incredibly hard and all that. So if I I decide I'm going to go to the last boss, and if for some reason he's like super super hard, and I just give up completely, then I'll download the update. But you can't actually play stuff without updating it. So that'll be what I do. But aside from that update, there's the Mario update that came out today, which I don't know if anybody's played that. But but Luigi it is... came out <laughs> minutes ago. It seems. Yeah, it was like right before the podcast. It's like, oh yeah, you can go find balloons now with Luigi. Did you guys ever beat the darker side? On that on that game or the darkest side or whatever it is, the I hardest. never did. No, How no. F- I, there was one day in particular I spent five hours trying to beat that game, uh, trying to beat that level, and uh, it just wasn't happening. Spoilers potential if you haven't uh, played the the level yet. The part that I got really stuck at was the part with the bird where you have to flip the bird. Yeah, I, I the panel. I watched somebody play through the whole thing on YouTube, and I'm not gonna say what's after that but i yep. but i did see that part and i was like wow i can imagine getting really pissed off about that part because there's no checkpoints through the whole thing i know you guys had mentioned that before and it's just yep. kind of like that bird part looked like insane and it's kind of like they do like a on laser time the they they have like a youtube videos that i watch and uh they were doing like a race they were they're basically doing a race for the hardest thing of mario and they would just like switch their switches back and forth between the two of them to see who could beat it first and one dude just like ran through it on like his second try you know and i was like wow okay wow that looks uh and it was like they made a they made a deal where they're like uh okay you can't practice we're gonna like say we're gonna do it now and you can't practice from here till when we do it you know or you can't play it whatever and then we'll just do it because they both had done it before and it was like then they had different colored marios also you know where they had different costumes and they just would switch them take their switch and put it in the dock and like switch it from one to another and we should try doing that sometime that'd be fun i, I never saw anything like that online but you know whenever whoever's whenever we're in each other's place again we'll have to try that try to do some, just switch uh, out the docks with the different outfits that makes sense oh yeah just uh you just switch your you just switch your switch in the dock and stream it or record it and, and put it up or whatever you could do that I, I was just i never i never got past you know i barely even played it i just played a little bit of it and i was like nope and then put it down so that was what was I, going got, on. I, don't, I never got to the bird part i think i was i must have been the part well, I don't know how much before it, but there's a part with the scarecrow where you have to go up like this weird staircase. You know what I'm talking about, right, John? Scarecrow, weird staircase. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, I know the part. Yep. It's a timing yeah. thing where you have to get up the staircase or you plunge to your death. Yeah, that one got me for a couple hours, too. That's as far as I've made it. Yeah. I've only gotten to that spot three times. It's a, well, yeah. it's a one of the scarecrows where you put your hat on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so where it's like a the staircase starts to jut out as you progress, and it's a timing thing. But then all of a sudden, the rest of the wall starts to jut out too, and it'll push you off the staircase. Oh, yeah, I think I, they must have skipped that because I didn't see it. Depending on where you're video. standing when you throw the hat on the scarecrow, it might push you off immediately, which is what happened to me the first time. Oh, right, pissed, pissed me off so much. I was like, oh, I'll throw my hat on this thing, and I'm dead. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Well, if you want, uh, if you're if you're tired of insanely hard, and you want ridiculously easy. There's Luigi's Balloon World. Yeah, there is. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be harder, right? Depending on who's hidden it. I'm pretty much sure. all. The only person that had hit a balloon was was uh, that I found was John hid one, which I, f- I found that one, and uh, there were some uh, Japanese people on there as well. That oh, hid, you you, that you saw it. mine? 
I, I yeah, had a balloon. It, it did show yours. Well, I mean, what it, what it showed me on the game, it, it showed like it was like, which one do you want to pick? So I picked that one. And I think I found it. I hit a fucking balloon. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't. <laughs> it just didn't mention that you did. <laughs> yeah, it's you just uh, hit it too well. Even the game didn't. Find what level? It. Well, what level did you play? Uh, I, I'm. It just was in. Uh, New Donk City, because that's where I was. Okay, yeah, I went to Mushroom Kingdom. That's where I hung out. Yeah, because it was, you know, it was just wherever I was standing. It's like, oh, here's creepy Luigi with the balloon, getting all Pennywise on you. I mean, like, here, don't you want a balloon? But uh, at least we get yeah. to see Luigi, oh, Luigi. <laughs> Mario uh, Odyssey finally. Yeah, at least we did get to see Luigi. Sure. <laughs> I, I would have rather not seen him. Yeah. Than to have him in there as. The little balloon guy with the creepy bow tie. <sighs> yeah. That just means we're not getting him in any other capacity. Well, you can He's wear more like Tingle than Luigi. You can wear a green yeah, outfit. You're right. Yeah, no, he is totally like Tingle with the balloons. It would have been really weird if they put Tingle in there. They could do the crossover, the ultimate crossover we've always wanted, Tingle and Mario. Even mm-hmm. weirder if they made him like try to be like Mario in this one, where he like, had a fake mustache on and a red outfit. Hey, look, I'm the star. <laughs> and he'd be like That's weird. a good idea for a game. They release a new Mario game. It's obviously Luigi just wearing the red hat, trying to pretend to be Mario. And he doesn't give up the thing the whole time till the end of the game. <laughs> and the title, the R is backwards. Super right. Mario. Yeah. Super Mario. I still say, man, I just wanted him to be in there in the, the castle, when, especially when they had the star at the fountain, that special uh, little area in the courtyard. I wanted him to burst out of that star, and uh, then you could suddenly play as Luigi for the rest of the game. I would love that. Yeah. But um, they, they just didn't take that opportunity. <laughs> well, you just have to wear the Luigi outfit and pretend that it's Luigi in your mind is basically what you have to do. Got to use that imagination. Even though, I mean, that's video games. You should be able to just see it on the screen. You don't have to imagine that it's like that. But that's what they want you to do. So do it. That's what you got to do there. Just be like, oh, I'm Luigi now in my mind. Or you could just play like Mario plus Rabbits, which has Luigi in it. Yep. And then you can actually play as Luigi. There was a, there's like another rumor from uh, Emily Rogers about uh, Smash Brothers. It's not really. Yeah, I don't Emily think that's Rogers. any. I don't think that's anything to even talk about. But it was in there. She's like, oh, blah blah blah. There'll be a Smash Brothers at E3. It's like okay. It's like saying they'll be. They'll show a new game at E3. I mean, I'm still like, I'm not really convinced that there'll be a Smash Brothers soon. I figured if they were going to re-release it, they would have done it by now. I think they will. I think they'll they'll re-release the Wii one. But my what question is, it? like, when they do that, or if they do that, what do they do with the 3DS one? I mean, because do they make it to where? If you have it in the dock, you're playing the Wii U version. If you take it out of the dock, you're playing the, the 3DS version or something like that. Like, or do they try and like merge the two into one? Well, they're not that much somehow. different. They're not that much different. They just have different uh, stages in them. Yeah, it's yep. like the only is the only saw, real difference between. I saw the two someone of them. someone on Reddit. I think you know this isn't an original idea, but they were like, "What if there was a uh, 3D Mario All Stars where it was like the Galaxy games and." Mario 64, then, you know what I mean, all, all the 3D ones. And then, then you could throw 3D World and 3D Land on there because they both fall into that category. Yeah. You could also cool. do a, a new Super Mario Brothers All-Stars with all the 2D ones that they made after the DS came out. So that's how I see that maybe co- coming out in a collection style. But maybe not because they know they can get they can sell the individual games if they release them again. Yeah. I kind of want them to retire new Super Mario Brothers. Well, they kind of have. I think most people do. <laughs> I mean, they kind of yeah. they kind of have. I mean, when was the last one that came out was was the last one uh the Wii U one or was it the it was. 3DS one? I think it was the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, right? It was. 
Which I really liked that game. I thought that game was a lot of fun. And the uh, and what you I've should, never even played it. I was gonna say, don't knock it, John, because that one had a full on Luigi like sequel of sorts, like I update know. to it that was really cool too. Like they had Super Luigi Brothers where you played with Nabbit and all that, and that game was really good. Like that Luigi version that was during that year of Luigi that we had. You know when the actor who played Luigi died in that year. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I mentioned it before, but the actor said, from this the, is my year. I'm going out on top. <laughs> the actor from the Super Show did die during the year of Luigi, which I don't know if that was planned or not. But I don't think it was. I, think I don't it was think natu- it was planned. I think it was natural <laughs> it was causes. Planned by but, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was during the year of Luigi, where you got like. These are Hanafuda cards to predict it. Some games that were sort of <laughs> Luigi-ish. I mean, you got to... Well, I mean, you did get the new Luigi's Mansion in that in the year of Luigi, yeah. and you did get that Luigi update, which was really, really good. And I really liked, you know what? I really liked the new Super Mario Brothers game on Wii U. So I'm, I want to try it. I haven't played it. Maybe I'm in the minority on that, but I thought that game was awesome. It's the only one I haven't played of the new yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Well, it's the only me, Mario I guess I haven't played besides like the CDI ones. It's really, it's really good. It looks really nice. It's a lot of fun to play. Um, yeah, you can, you can draw, you can, you can make like stuff to stand on with the controller, which I never did that, but you can press stuff on the screen to make like little platforms appear. I never played any of that stuff, but it is it good. Probably feel weird to play it after playing Mario Maker so much. Oh sure, yeah, true. Just that's just a skin in Mario Maker. Yeah, but I mean, but you can't make the the levels that they have in there are like more way too more complex than you could actually do in Mario Maker. Like there's stuff yeah, that you can't make. I don't think they ever need make. to make a new Super Mario Brothers again though, because they can just make new Mario Makers, and then people can make infinite numbers of yeah two D Mario levels. Yeah, but the, but stuff that they did in the Wii U version isn't possible to make in the the Mario Maker. Like there's certain characters you can't make. There's you know, there's like a level where you're like on a raft that can only carry like a couple people at a time, so you have to like kind of kill guys as they come, otherwise it'll sink. Like you can't do anything like that in uh, Super Mario Maker. You know, maybe they would like make a new Mario Maker, but then Nintendo would release exclusive levels. Maybe you wouldn't be able to actually design levels like that, but Mario Maker would be the channel through which you get new Mario yeah. levels in 2D. Or they or they could do it the other way around, where like they release a new game, and Mario Maker is like an add-on to it or something. It's like a DLC that you get. Something like that. And then yeah. you can make your own stuff, too. Because you, want, you still want them to make the levels, because even though you have infin- infinite levels, a lot of them suck. On Super Mario Maker, you know, for the most part, or they're incredibly like Probably difficult, most or, of them suck. or they play themselves. I always felt I always fell between the uh, basically the levels way too hard, or the level plays itself and plays a cool song or something. You know, there was never it was really hard to find like that good medium level for Mario Maker towards the end there. So it was kind of like it's hard to find we, one that was like Nintendo. We had good. some fun with it. Oh no, we definitely did. But I mean, I'm saying for like randomly getting levels on online, like I, I was, I had a, I had a hard time finding like the happy medium for for level difficulty because like I was like, oh, I, you know, these medium ones are too easy, so like I set it to hard, and the hard ones are all like troll levels where like you're like, I don't know how to get to this next part, you know, or there's like hidden blocks that you jump and hit and it knocks you in lava or whatever and stuff like that and then if you set it on medium or easy it'll be a level that just goes that you just stand and it just moves through the whole level for you you know those automatic levels that people really liked making which are cool but they're not that fun to play they're more fun to watch yeah basically all you do with them yeah no i mean they're neat but it's still you still want to play a little bit but uh there's like a couple sales this week I know one in particular Jeremy took advantage of, which we'll talk about in our second part of the show. Finally got a hold of that Flame in the Flood game. Sure did. Seven fifty on the thing. There's like a couple of note. I mean, I, well, I mentioned it to you. Actually, I don't think it's on there anymore. 
I was going to say uh, those Resident Evil games were on sale, and you could yeah, finally get them. Bucks, huh? You could get both of them for under 30 but they're not on there anymore. They're gone. It sucks. So I remember when they came out, you said you'd get it for under 30 but now they're now they're gone. But there's like, yeah. uh, I don't know what else is on there. Skies of Aurelia is on sale. That one was 10 when it came out, so it's probably like 5 now. I did a review of that. I mean, Oh, the wheels of Aurelia, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's so dumb that it doesn't show you like how much it is if you already bought it but aside from there's that there's that there's the one about the old man it's on sale though i guess the old man in the river what what, 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 what one about the old man it's a new it's a new release is on sale it's a new release about it's an old on man sale, though right it's uh, not on sale butcher it's a port of an it's a port of a mobile game are you talking about the old man's journey for ten dollars, yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that. It looked like uh, you know, it all, it all, it actually kind of looked a lot like Night in the Woods in some of the some of the pictures. It looks like oxen free, like the way what it had like the slopey uh-huh. stuff in the houses and all that. It reminded me of uh, Night in the Woods in that way. And I was like, oh, is this like the old man's Night in the Woods, where like you you know you play in like a classical band or something? You have to kind of practice where you uh do some sort of orchestra thing and play the tuba instead of the bass, you know? But it's the same. In the end, you still have to fight cultists. At the end of it, except instead, instead of like older. quitting college, you like come out of retirement. And you're like, oh, I'm sick of being retired. You, you quit your job. You, you quit your <laughs> job that you had at Walmart as a greeter. You, <laughs> you decide that you've had enough after you attacked a customer with a bat for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> when someone spent, someone used too many like sani- sanitary wipes to wipe off the uh, the cart. <laughs> you like freak out on them. Yeah. <laughs> You're only you only need to use one to wipe off the bar of the the handle part of the cart. They like are wiping off the whole cart with it. Yeah. Is that game any good? The old man's journey. Like, have you heard stuff about it? When I found out it was on iPad, I didn't want to play it because I was like, "Eh, this is just a mobile port." I know other games have been that way. It won too. like a whole bunch of awards, according to the uh, according to the game. There's like a yeah, Penny, Ar- Penny Arcade awards. Expo and like IndieCade and Independent, whatever Day of the Devs. It's supposed to be very like visually arresting. I just don't feel like playing another point and click. No, I hear you. Right now. There's a really cheap pool game on there too that doesn't look all that good. No. And uh, layers of fear, blah blah blah. I think the big, I think the big release of this week is uh, is uh, the Pac Man game that comes out tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow, huh? Yeah, Pac Man Champion Edition Two Plus. I'm gonna do uh, nice. that'll that'll be my play of Thursday. Of my stream is that of twi- Thursday. is that a twenty dollar game? I hope so. Uh, no, yeah, it is. It's twenty. I thought it was less, but no, yeah, I'm gonna uh, that'll be my play for Thursday. And then next week is uh, Mulaka. Which was on Nindies on that Nindies direct, if you remember, which that looked pretty cool. It's like based on some some uh, Spanish folklore. Oh right, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It yeah. looks like a well, it's like Native American looking, right? Yeah, uh, dive into northern Mexico's breathtaking landscape with Mulaca, a 3D action adventure based on the rich, ingenious culture of the Tarahumara. Well, I haven't seen anything about that in a while. Yeah, it just they only showed some of it for that Nindies direct, and then it kind of like disappeared, and now it's coming out next week. So that'll be my next week uh, Thursday stream. So, you know, tune in to twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can check that out. Now, you haven't talked about the Doom update. I thought that was pretty important. Oh, yeah. John mentioned that before we were recording that there's a. So, I, motion controls in Doom. I thought that there were motion controls in it when it came out. I don't know. Cause I never really tried it. I mean, I always play it on. On yeah, mode. I had no. I mean, I had no uh, intention of playing it, so I never did. Also, at the end of the at the end of the month, the uh, Bridge Constructor Portal comes out. Also, side note, I just saw that. Oh, okay. 
But uh, yeah, no, I never, I never had yeah, a desire game to on switch. Yeah, I never had a desire to play uh, motion control Doom, so I never tried it. But I thought somebody had mentioned it on NVC that it was going to be on there. I guess that's you guys can always try that out, see uh, how badly it controls. Like I didn't even like using motion controls on Splatoon, so I don't think I'd like to do it on Doom, especially because Doom you need to be like kind of pixel perfect in your aiming, and you got to be like real quick about it. I don't know. Right, right. You know, you got to be but pretty exact. Gone, the, the pixel perfect aiming has not worked well for me in the one one game I tried it with. Then Splatoon 2, right? Oh, well, no, I'm thinking of the uh, portal or the uh, uh, poly bridge. Oh, yeah. Hopefully the portal bridge game isn't going to control in the same way. Isn't going to have motion pointing in it. Did they ever update that? The, I'm not uh, sure. The, the whatever, the bridge maker? I never went back to it. <laughs> it's still yeah. on my Switch, though. Well, it's kind of like a World of Goo. Like, I did the same thing, where World of Goo had the same sort of pointer on it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I already played World of Goo, so I didn't really need to go through it again. But anybody who did play it on that on the Switch version only, not the Wii version, is, it's unfortunate. Because World of Goo is a really good game. It's just not that great on the Switch. Because it doesn't have the full pointer ability of the Wii. But if there's not anything else you guys can think of for news, we could take a break and go to our purchases and games we played for the week for the topic. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. We'll be right back. What did everybody get for the week? Did you? Uh... I got all my old games back. Oh yeah, you got your... got them all out of storage, so I have. Oh everything. really? Yeah. Uh, how far? How far back does that go? Uh, that goes all the way back, the way back to uh, the ColecoVision. Shit, dude. So, so all your yeah. like games and all your games and systems and stuff is all that what you got? Systems, yeah. I have three crates full of games, systems, controllers, all that stuff sitting upstairs. So. Describe a crate. TV. What's a crate? Like a milk crate? crate? I have like a those Sterilite rubber bins. Yeah, I didn't a crate. Like that, that's, a <laughs> that's a tote. That's a tote. That's a tote. A crate's yeah. like, I think of like something you would get like four gallons of milk would be a crate. Like a milk crate is oh, what I, you're I, thinking. I, yeah. I had to go to that, um, I had to go to that like Indiana Jones storage thing where they have the, 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 the Lost Ark. I had to get a crate of my games. Yeah, yeah. Where they put it next to a bunch of other things so you can never find it, basically. But I did find it. And I have it all back now. <laughs> and you brought all your stuff in there, and he was like, "Do you have a this, TV? This belongs in a museum." What? <laughs> is your room big enough for a TV? Yeah, was the only thing that I don't have is a TV, so I gotta get a TV. So, uh, so you're moving into a bigger room now, right? So you can so you can live with all your new games or your, your new old games. <laughs> exactly, Pretty all much. my new old games. Is this? It, do you live in one of those places where like? You guys all share a bathroom. It's like a single room only where like crackheads live. No, and there's stuff. a couple bathrooms. Yeah, you know, it's a house. Oh, okay. So, yep. It makes it sound like that. I mean, how many houses? How many rooms are in the house? Is a pretty pretty big house. house. Six, I think. Like how? What? Yep. Like three on the ground and three on the second floor. Yep. Okay. And the second floor is bigger, I guess. Second floor is bigger. Yep. I got a bigger room up there. Mm, cool. And so you're planning on getting a TV in there? You know, TVs aren't that expensive now. 
You can easily get an HD one for not much. I don't think I, I bought one. I think I bought my 30 inch that I have in here, like for maybe 200 at the most. I feel like it was like a hundred something. Like it was like nothing. Like I bought it like one Christmas. Yeah, I bought a 32 inch recently for like 170. Yeah, they're really cheap now, so you can uh, get HDs for not that bad. Like if you, depending on how much room you have, like for for this room, like my 30 inch like works perfect. Like it's just big because I'm not sitting that far away from it, so I don't really have need it to be that big, and I can see everything on it. So depends on what you're in the what you're in the uh, market for. But when I bought it, it was before this whole 4K thing that's happening now in HDR and all that other nonsense that I don't understand. That doesn't apply to a Switch people. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't apply to a podcast that uh, talks about you know a company that likes to live in the past of uh, of TVs and stuff which is nothing against Nintendo that's just kind of how they are i mean you know we they'll talked about that before where they'll they... have 4k in their next system when yep. everything else is 8k yeah, no, probably when everything's 32k, they'll be uh, they'll be 4k. I'm I'm kidding. I know it did take it took a while. Like the Wii U was the first HD Nintendo system, and that you know we know what happened to that. So I, I don't I haven't seen a 4k TV, or if I have, I don't really know that it's a 4k TV. I don't know that I don't think there's, there's that much of a difference. You can tell a difference. I'm sure there is. I'm sure I've seen them. If, at Best it, Buy, if the but... stuff is recorded in 4k, if it's not, then it doesn't make. A difference. Sure. But yeah, for uh, for us uh, Switch owners that don't have uh, PS Pros, it's basically how that is. Right. I have a PS4, but I don't have a PS4 Pro. I don't have an Xbox One X TRT or whatever it's called, the, the best one now. All I have is a Switch and everything else is just 1080p. Everything's 1080p that I have. Yeah, so that's all you really need. So if you buy any sort of, a sort of HD TV, you pretty I much think get it. Maybe my computer monitor might be higher resolution. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know about that for sure. I'd have to look. Yeah, but regardless, you can get a TV for pretty cheap, or uh-huh. and you can carry. You should get a gaming display, or you could get one of those. I don't know what the, what are those. Is is that like a monitor? I don't know. It's something I've just heard about recently. Is that a fancy way to say you you get a monitor? I guess so. A gaming display. I mean, my TV is a gaming display. I mean, it just I just play games on it. My cell phone's a gaming display. Well, if you yeah, if you play games on your cell phone, your phone has a better resolution than your TV does. So your Coleco, your Coleco Vision, do you have to like hook that up to like the antenna like you would like an Atari, pretty much? We have to like screw it onto the back, like under the whatever. I have a switch box from uh, Radio Shack that like it takes the, the the screw on thing and converts it into uh, coax. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's very finicky. What's your favorite Coleco Vision game? My favorite Coleco Vision game. Elevator action. Uh, Tapper on there. Oh, you have Tapper. Hands down. Nice. I love Tapper. Yeah. Is it is it actually like a a licensed tapper or is it just tapper? Like does it have so, a Coors or Budweiser or whatever in it? No, it's actually for the home release they made it root beer tapper. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so you're slinging root beer, and uh, that's what that was keep probably back. so. ColecoVision was our first system, and Tapper might be the first video game I ever played. I don't know. Wow, I can remember we had Tapper. We had this game called uh dr seuss fix up mix up which was like one of those image puzzles we have to slide the squares around to create the image oh yeah i yeah. love those puzzles like a uh, wind waker <laughs> that's what you get yeah. at your house yep uh we had um we had the smurfs game there was two smurfs game on coleco i don't remember the name of the one that we had but we had a smurfs game and uh a couple other things i know we had a donkey kong and my ColecoVision games that I have now, I have Tapper, I have Defender, and I have one more, I can't remember. Do you have Congo yeah. Bongo? No, I don't have Congo Bongo. That's a good one. I gotta get that. But I got my ColecoVision from my brother-in-law, thank you, Justin, for standing up in his wedding, for being for being one of the groomsmen. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, yes, you give the group, group of the gift. You're yeah, such you a stand-up guy. Yeah. Did they all get oh, systems? Did, did everybody get systems as gifts? Because that would be great. I don't know what everybody else got, but I know I got the coolest gift. I should do that for my for my wedding. I'll just uh, everyone who stands up gets a system. Is but, that the? Uh, but uh, that's, the guard, all... that's the guardian of your uh, Miss Pac-Man machine. Yes, he's guarding my Miss Pac-Man machine. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So that's I got all my systems back. Hooray! So you got that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So you got a SNES or you got an NES SNES. You don't have a Super Nintendo, though, right? I don't have a Super Nintendo. That's the yeah. one uh, that I'm missing. But you have so, a, you have thank a... you, thank you for picking up that sore spot, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what you should get then. I should get a Super Nintendo. A super get an analog NT or S and Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, the the two hundred the two hundred dollar one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. It's <laughs> it's like getting a new system but old and HD. Spending way more money. Yeah, you could get a two hundred dollar system if you want, or you could get. Well, I mean, what are regular Super Nintendos going for? Probably like sixty bucks now, right? About. They're not bad. Yeah, fifty to sixty. You should just wait to M- wait till MGC and see if you can find one there. That's what I would say. Try to see to find just a regular ship to Nintendo. One. If you want a giant CRTV or CRT TV, I have one in my living room. If anybody wants it, I'm trying to get rid of it. If I could get it I'm down good. here, I would take it. It's huge. I mean, you'd have to come. Well, it would take a couple people to get it into whatever car you have, but it's it's big. It's like a 40 inch. It's like a it's like a big one. I could actually fit it into my car. Yeah, maybe I should come up there and get it. You should, because I don't want it here anymore. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So, so you have the NES, you have the ColecoVision, you got sixty-four, right? That's sixty-four. Sixty-four GameCube, Dreamcast. I have uh, my Game Boy, Game Gear, DS. Uh, what else was in there? GameCube, and I think that's it. Oh, but, Genesis. Oh, you have a DS in there, but you don't have a 3DS, right? No, I gotta get a 3DS. What happened to your 3DS? You were, uh, I remember, you were first in line for the 3DS. You bought it way before I did. Like you bought it. And bought it with uh, Nintendo Dogs Plus Cats. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, I why, did, I was yeah. like why did you get that game? <laughs> I guess there, there wasn't a whole lot to pick from, but I would have went for Street no, Fighter 4. There wasn't a whole lot to pick from at that time. Uh, I got Pilot Wings, too. Yeah. On 3DS. Yeah, um, I got that Yeah, no, later. I had to sell it at one point. Yeah. Um, I decided not to sell any of the games, but uh, yeah, I had to sell the system at one point. I oh, did okay. have the, the Ambassador one, so that that hurt. But, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we mentioned that before on here, like how uh, how bad of a decision I made with that, where I was like, I don't need the ambassador one. I'll buy those games later. And they at never, least you they have never your came Super out. Nintendo. Yeah, at least I do. Hey. Sorry, John. I have hey. two Super Nintendos. I'm being an asshole right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I got a Genesis back in the day because my friends all had the Super Nintendo. So I wanted to even it out so we could all play each of the games and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I got the short end of the stick on that one. I like the Genesis, don't get me wrong, but Super Nintendo is better. Yeah, I think I mentioned it. I, I told a friend of mine to get it because I felt like Nintendo was portraying us by making a new system and not making NES games anymore. And I don't know if he ever forgave me for that, for telling him to get a, get a Genesis instead of the Super Nintendo. Because then, the, then later I got a Super Nintendo and he was like, oh, I thought you weren't going to get one. We didn't have, like, we didn't wrap our heads around the fact that, like, the Genesis came out in 1989. So obviously the Super Nintendo was better because it was be better. Yeah. 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 We just saw the commercial and saw that Genesis did what Nintendo didn't. They did, right. and and they had a yeah, they had a mascot that was way faster and bluer, bluer and like with levels that aren't as fun to play or replayable. Flash processing, <laughs> yeah, and uh, FM synthesizer. Nintendo ain't Tude. doing that. Yeah. He had a tude. He had a. He was rude. He was crude. He ate pre-chewed food. <laughs> <laughs> it must be nice to have your DS back, though. You could actually take it with you and play it. 
places. Your yeah, regular, regular right DS, now. right? Your straight mm-hmm. up DS. You have that. You could take it yeah, on the... You must have been really pressed for space if you couldn't fit a DS in your life. <laughs> the tiny one? <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, all I see is the corner. That, that might be all there is in this room. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. If I had no. DS, I couldn't store my food. That well, there was also a time where I wanted to like... <laughs> no, there was... I also wanted to concentrate on some other stuff, so I decided to put the DS away and uh, get some other work done. But yeah, now yeah, things yeah. are things are moving. So yeah, you were you had to spend you want to spend all your time with the PS Vita. That's basically what you wanted. You're like, a, uh, you know, my secret love affair with the PS Vita. Yeah, you're like I really want the Vita because I want a back touchpad because nothing's as cool as that, <laughs> which I think was used in like one game. Hey man, that I'm gravity always touching game the back of my awesome. DS and nothing is happening. Yeah, well, you can get that game on PS4 now. Gravity Rush. I did play that game on Vita. I think that was the only game I played on Vita for a long time. It was Gravity Rush. Who had a Vita? Conan? Uh, Conan has one. The only reason I want one is for, for Persona Go for Golden, but that's a different thing. Um, one thing I forgot earlier on our news, uh, Toki Tori, do you remember that game? Yeah. It's coming out on Friday for the Switch. Is it the original one oh. that was on the Wii? Toki Tori 2 Plus is what comes okay. out. And it's only $10. So if you it's wanted Toki to play, Tori. if you want to play Toki Tori, in its Tokitoriness, you could totally do it for cheap. I bought Tokitori for uh, for Wii U. It doesn't really say. I mean, Tokitori 2 Plus, I think, is uh, Tokitori 2 Definitive Edition or whatever. Right, I, I think, think it has the adventure. original. It might have it has the original version on it. It might too. have the original game on there, but you can... You can it was originally it. a Game Boy Color game, right? Yeah. Well, the one that... I think I have Tokitori 2 on Wii U is the one that I have. But it's like one screen puzzle stuff where you move a chicken around. And it involves eggs and stuff. Mm. I mean, yeah. If you if you ever wanted to know what Tokitori was, it's only ten dollars. It's like uh, Stardew Valley, but if you were just the chickens inside the coop while the other guy was sleeping. <laughs> I don't think it's as complicated as Stardew Valley, probably. But I don't like chicken games that involve wiggling. Speaking of uh, chickens and wiggling, I uh, I bought Zeo Drifter this week for my purchase for the week, which is. Uh, Basically, Metroid. It's basically the game Metroid. Hyperlight Zeo Drifter. Except like, except like a little bit. Uh, except for a little bit harder. It's made by the guy. It's made by Renegade Kid, the same people who did uh, Chicken Wiggle and Dementium and Mutant Muds and all that. So, would you say it's a Wigglevania? You could, I guess. I never played Chicken Wiggle, so I don't know what. It's a classic Wigglevania. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what is it. I don't know what is in that game, and what would define it as a Wigglevania. But it's definitely a Metvania or a Controidvania. I mean, it has guns <laughs> in it. No, the game's pretty cool. Like, it drops you, you know, drops you in the middle of a level, and you just, you know, figure out what to do, basically. There's four different planets you can go to, and you can switch from one to another at any time. And every time you get a, uh, every time you get, like, a, you basically get an upgrade to your weapon, and you can kind of make your weapon into whatever you want it to be. There's four different things you can do. You can make it, like, a spread weapon, like a wave-type weapon, or you could change the size of the what you shoot out of your weapon, and you can also, like, make it go faster. So there's, like, different stuff you can add to it. So you can kind of, like, create your own weapon with it like that. You just alter the projectile cool. however you want it to be. Yeah, you'll basically get, like, you'll get, like, a weapon upgrade, which is, like, one dot. And then there's, like, a menu that you go to, and you can put the dot into different attributes that you want for your gun. So if you want your gun to be, like, super wavy, you put them all in the wave beam. So then it'll like wave and cover the whole screen or something. And if you want it to be the wave and also fast, you can like put a little bit in like the how fast it shoots and also make it a little wavy. Like I basically make it wavy, bigger, and like shoot fast. That's basically what I do with it. But you can fast. Yeah, but you can like uh like whenever you're fighting a boss, I will like I'll like put it all in the in the speed so it'll so it'll like shoot faster so I can kill the guy quicker. Like stuff like that. 
So you can totally like alter your weapon. And you like you like jump into the background like just like you did in Mutant Muds, which would have been cool for three DS if I would have got it for three DS, but I didn't. So it has like a phase shift thing where you can go into the background and move around and then come into the foreground. But according to I just found out found this cool website called uh How Long to Beat, is that what it was called? I sent a link to you guys. But you can basically look up like pretty much every game any game on there and it'll tell you like what the average time was to beat it. So it's pretty cool. Like if you're ever wondering, like I was like how long will it take me to beat Skies of Arcadia? You can find it in there. It'll be like, here's the main story. Here's like getting everything. Here's like main story plus a little bit of everything, whatever. That gives you a bunch of different numbers, like depending on how you want to play it or whatever. So you can like figure out your back catalog for real? Yeah. No, it's really cool, actually. I found if it very useful. If you want to useful. schedule your back catalog, you could. Yeah, if you want to schedule your back catalog or if like if you have a game that you really want to play and you want to know like how long it is or if you want to know before you buy a game, like whether it's super long, you know, like, uh, you know, like stuff like persona like the persona games that are like 100 plus hours you can know that on there which i think it had a dragon quest builders on there also for like 100 plus if you uh want to do everything on it like that type of thing like if you want to know whether the game is worth the amount of money or whether it's you know how long it's going to take you can basically look at that and it had a it had zeo drifter in there as three hours so <laughs> but i've played it for three hours and I haven't beaten it yet but it's it it I guess I think they didn't account like the fact that the thing with Zeo Drifter is like uh saves like save spots are like kind of few and far between. So if you go and collect a bunch of shit but you don't get back to your ship and save, you lose all that shit that you got. So that's what sucks about it. Like you could so play I'm saying it, three hours of playtime if there was no interruption. If you don't die, yeah, probably. Yeah. Is that is what it is what it is. But at least once you get to a boss you get a checkpoint but you don't get to save there. You have to beat the boss for it to save. But yeah. They do they do that sort of thing. So like at least there's that. But the whole adventure of getting from the boss, you know, from from the boss back to your ship or to the boss or whatever is if you die at any time, you might lose all of your power ups that you got and have to go back and do it. But that makes it the the mummy demastered of uh you know, games or whatever. Dark Souls, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I like <laughs> I, I like the those. mummy mastered of Dark Souls. We we said that before in our previous. I was actually quoting <laughs> us. That was from our uh, that was from our top games of 2017. But uh, but yeah, no, it has the same thing. Where it's basically like you can't just go willy nilly running through the game. You have to kind of like you know you have to like look and see if there's any bad guys in the next room. Otherwise, you might get killed and lose all your shit. But there's like some hidden power ups in the walls and stuff like that, that you can find that'll refill your life. Anyway, it's it's totally worth playing. If you like Metroid, it feels a lot like Metroid. And I like it a lot better than Mutant Muds. I bought Mutant Muds for 3DS, and that game was just too hard for me. And this game's hard, but at least you can, like, build up your character to make it not as hard. So I found it, like, a lot more approachable in that way, you know, because you can build up your life and all that shit. So I give that a thumbs up or two thumbs up for Zeo Drifter. It's a short game, but it's $10, and it's totally worth it. I wanted to have it finished by today, but I was not able to finish that fourth planet on there and there's even like a even to make it more metroid like there's a little part where like you can only get get there after you get all the upgrades like the same thing like metroid one where you have to kill kraid and ridley to go to the mother brain there's like a similar part like that where it shows the statues it does the same thing in super metroid where you have to kill all the bosses to get to a certain point but that was that was my purchase for the week i know jeremy's got a bunch of stuff that i want to talk about for sure that I haven't played, and a couple that I have played that you got. You want to talk about? Yeah, that? I bought I bought a bunch of shit this week. Uh, still have not bought that Game Boy Micro that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Is that still it's there? Still there? It's still there. It's still there. Oh well, it's yours. Maybe nobody wants it. I know. I said I. You would don't even it want right it. Now. And I've gotten my tax <laughs> return back, and I actually can afford it now. But yeah. I'm still just kind of like no one's bought it yet. Like maybe there's something wrong with it. 
<laughs> is that what you think that why it's still there? No, I just think that no one cares about it but me. What I think you time. should spend your money on <laughs> is uh I think we should spend your money on is Space Cats with Lasers. Comes yeah. out tomorrow. It's 4.99. You can play as a cat, you can shoot stuff with lasers. That's this is Wait. your game for the week, Jeremy. So <laughs> Is it a Do cat? the lasers come free with that game, or is it just the cats? You got to buy the lasers. I think the, I think the yeah. cats are is five. It all five dollars, the cats and the lasers. Yeah, I think I think the cats are five dollars and the lasers are free. They're they're DLC. Oh, okay, cool. You have to connect cool. to the internet to download it. So if you buy it physical, all right. uh, you only, you only get cats. <laughs> but that's where you can spend uh, five dollars of that sixty-five dollars on if you want. I just found it on there, and we completely didn't mention it. But yeah, no, I thought about the fact that I spent that much money on other stuff, so I could have had a Game Boy Micro this week instead of the other stuff I bought. But it's still there, so I can still go back and get it eventually. True that. You could have got a. You could have got. Don't a Game get comfortable Boy. with that thought, though. You know, I know. Think, oh, it'll always be there. It'll the moment I want to buy it's it, eternal. it's eternal. It's eternal, like the like the uh, E three tickets. It will always be there. I get like those two fifty three tickets that I thought will always be there forever. You could have not got Bayonetta and got that. How is how is Bayonetta? Have you played it's both true. of them? And I also I, I did not pick up Bayonetta until Sunday. So oh. I, I, sh- I could have picked it up Friday morning, but I didn't pick it up until Sunday. Oh geez, so, so you I, weren't. I so, had a bunch of other stuff going on, yeah. and uh, I just didn't want to drive across town and pick it up at Best Buy. But I finally did, and I love it. Yeah. So I I, I remember playing through the first Bayonetta on uh, Xbox 360. What year did it come out? 2008, 2009, 2010? I can't remember. I thought it was 12. It was before that. Bayonetta 1? Sure. The first Bayonetta, yeah. I thought it was, it was definitely 12. before that. Oh, I, that was my guess. I, I thought I looked it up recently because I was trying to figure out how long a time. Because Bayonetta... Because Bayonetta I think two, it was 2010. Because two was 14, came out in 2014, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out how old it was before it was re-released. Okay, yeah, it came out in January 2010, two, 2009. Bayonetta. Yeah, but here in North America. Oh yeah, in 2010, January 2010. Okay, I was close. That's too bad. So that's the last time I played Bayonetta. So I played first off. I you know I I finally picked up the game, but I had to work, so I didn't really get to play it. Um, but I did start downloading Bayonetta. Because it came with the, yeah, yeah, you have to code. The code worked fine. I know some people had trouble with the code. The code for me worked fine. Oh, that's good. And uh, I got it to download while I was at work. So when I got home that night, Sunday night, uh, it was ready to play. So I ended up playing Bayonetta, just the first Bayonetta that night. And uh, it's crazy how vividly I remembered the stuff that happened in it. Like it's got a pretty good story. Like like if, I said, I can... don't think the story is that important, but it is memorable. Yeah, like, I was just say if I you remembered can... the same the characters and like you know like the silliness of how everything is. It's very comic booky. Uh-huh. and how everything goes. So I played that for a while, but then once I booted up Bayonetta 2 a couple of days ago, that's all I've been playing. I love Bayonetta 2. Yeah. I We, we talked about Bayonetta last week with ed and I, I know we said that it wasn't that sexual but i played i played the beginning of bayonetta because i started playing it on hard mode to try to get all yeah. the extra all the extra costumes and stuff on wii u and the very beginning of the game is super sexual i mean she like takes all her clothes off in the very beginning of the game so it's like yeah like it like right when she in the opening of it when she starts fighting she pretty much gets completely naked. there's a whole lot of zooming in on her like doing the splits like zooming yep. in on her crotch yeah there's a lot of perfect they camera angles which they we, do which we didn't mention yeah but yeah, let me say what I bought this week. So I obviously I bought the Bayonetta games. Um, then I bought Faye because I wanted to try it because it looked artsy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I like artsy stuff. Um, I've only played that for, if you go to YouTube, you can see the total amount of time I've played. 
I watched um, it. I did. I talked a little bit more during the video than you see, but my cat muted the uh, audio, like muted my commentary because he jumped on my soundboard. So, <laughs> um, so you can't hear me talking for most of the video, and the levels are off anyway. But uh, if you want to see a little bit of me playing that game, uh, it's on there. All right, which game? No, was, I was just saying that I watched. I watched some of the fee. It was uh, you had an hour on there for that. Never mind. I'm confusing that with Flame in the Flood. Uh, yeah. Fee, fee, I actually, yeah, my audio worked okay. You could hear me, but the audio was still mixed a little bad. But it was a, uh, yeah, I bought Flame in the Flood. It was half price this week, and I've been talking about that game for several weeks or several months, rather. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was on sale for seven, so you finally, finally. So get I to finally hear... bought it. Yeah, I took the plunge. Is that soundtrack worth it? The uh, Hot Water Music Guy soundtrack. It's on there. It's moody. It reminds me of a. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of a uh, Bastion, the music of Bastion. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a old soul country vibe thing. Um, it's good. Um, and then I also got. I bought a Star Fox Assault for the GameCube because supposedly I, I've been according to the guy I bought my GameCube HD adapter from Zelda X Pro. I'm getting it next week. Let's see if it actually happens, but uh, I hope it does. You, I don't, I don't. I've been stocking up on GameCube games, ready to like show some sweet HD footage um, when I get my device. So that's another How game long has I it bought been since you bought that. I think I ordered it in. I feel like it was a long time ago. <laughs> it know. was before. It was before I went to uh, Portland. Yeah, it was. I think it was, was in a August. Long time ago. I think it was August of last year. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be. We'll be sitting right around six months to seven months when i finally get it but uh if it's like uh, it's supposed to be it's gonna be worth the wait yeah, i've seen a lot of people online playing with that uh gamecube eon thing like the bigger one that's the uh, well it's not that much bigger but you have to like click it onto the back and it makes the gamecube and hdmi or whatever thing on it and i felt kind of and i felt bad because a lot of people got actually got that one i mean i know it's one that was released later and it is like, more expensive but it seemed like that that one was sent out a lot quicker than the one that you ordered it kind of like jumped on right after because that think, guy yeah i think they had like a bigger i don't know they just had like somebody funding it initially so they had a yeah. bunch of units ready to go whereas the guy i'm buying it off of just made some prototypes sent them to people to review and then like built as many as he needed yeah i uh and because because of that he's like basically making the exact amount that people are ordering so they're being made to order i'll be really interested to see like how it ends up going i tried a little bit of uh com- well i did some component videos of skies of arcadia but skies of arcadia is an earlier release for the GameCube, so it doesn't have progressive scan, so that was right. only able to be in 480i, which I believe works the same way on that too. Like you'll only get 480p out of the ones that have a progressive scan. And does a Star Fox Assault have that? I don't remember. I mean, it cleans up everything. Like everything looks better. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, to get the true 480i, it has to be progressive scan. I don't yeah. I don't know if it, Assault does. It was kind of a late. Wasn't it a late release? I, I want to say that it does. If I was like, if somebody like put a gun to my head and said like, "Hey, uh, does Star Fox Assault have a uh, have a progressive scan?" Because it came out. I'm Answer like, right. I'd say yes. Oh, four or five, didn't it? Yeah, I, w- I would guess that it does. I know that I know that like Metroid does. Metroid Prime One and Two does, obviously. And I th- and I think maybe Rebels like Re- like Rogue Leader, the second one, probably has it. Rebels, the Rebel Salt 3 or whatever? Yeah. Or no, Rogue Leader's the first one, right? What was the other one? What's the one that has the arcade game on it, the sequel to that? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. Yeah, I've, I have I have that one, but maybe... Yeah, no, that one definitely has progressive scan on it. The second one, but I don't think the first one does. But anyway, we'll find out. Um, Hopefully, yeah, I definitely hope you get that next week. Hopefully, like, Monday. 
be nice. Yeah, it'll be next week <laughs> like or as, the week after. I don't know. I've they should have months, it as so. beginning of the week as you can. You know, make it as as at the beginning. Would be super nice. But, uh, I will say, like without a doubt, I played Faye for a while. I had an okay time with it. Um, but you know, you take a really compelling concept like what this game has, and the gameplay has to match that. And this is just a case of like the actual gameplay is kind of frustrating. And um, yeah, that's what I heard. Well, it doesn't feel modern. It feels like a game from 15 years ago, as far as the 3D camera control and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, it's got some novel concepts in the actual gameplay. But yeah, I didn't. I just couldn't really get into it. And I'm having a hard time. I, I hear that it gets a little better, but I, I'm also hearing that I'm like a third of the way through it already. <laughs> so yeah, I I heard, well, I heard it was short. I, I actually looked at it on that how long to beat. And Faye is like so new that it's not on there yet because it was just released. So it so the whole long to beat thing is basically like I think it takes an average of what people say it took them to play the game or whatever, and that's how you get it. So it has to to have been out for for a bit before you can figure that out. But according to IGN, they said it was pretty short. But I think it looks incredibly pretty. Like I watched the footage that you played of it, and I thought it looked really nice. And I guess there's some parts that are kind of like Shadows of Colossus. It's supposed to be fun. I mean, I was yeah. I was really interested in seeing it. I just uh, I don't know. How it reminds me a little drifter. bit of Journey in the sense that it doesn't um, explicitly tell you what to do for the most part. You have to figure out what it's telling you by the the symbols and everything on the screen. Oh, okay. So uh, it's kind of made in such a way that it doesn't need to be translated, which I like. Yeah, you don't but, really. Uh, you still have to figure out what the hell the things mean when it's showing it to you. Is there a which whole I, lot of which it took me a while to figure out what like the singing like how that worked Mm -hmm. i didn't realize you like tilted the controller to match it pitch i thought you were tilting the controller to continuously match the pitch of what was happening like you had to modify the tilting of the controller actively turns out you just have to tilt the controller to a certain angle to match the pitch Mm -hmm. so yeah so you have to play it to understand it but uh it's a novel concept that i think that doesn't justify a whole game (laughs) I mean, it's because you like unlock different abilities, right? From singing to different things. Is that kind of how it works? Right. That's how you unlock the Metroidvania aspect of it. Yeah. That can get you to different stuff. I mean, I, yeah, that's kind of what, that's kind of what I gathered from it. But the map's not exploratory really at all. It's super linear. There's very little backtracking so far that I've noticed. And even if there was backtracking, it doesn't seem like it opens up like wide new areas. It's just like there might be a little shelf that you can get to that you couldn't get to before. <laughs> a little shelf yeah have you gotten to do any of like the climbing where you like jump on the trees like that looks kind of cool yeah i got the tree climbing uh about halfway through my gameplay video that i posted and uh even that like it looks cool but it's not the controls aren't very precise with it mm. well that's a shame it looks really pretty and it was a you know an ea release that's better than fifa so or i mean at least has like more effort in it than fifa so I was hoping for more from it, but yeah, I, I took a risk, and this is one of those cases. The last time I felt this way about a game that I took a risk with was probably, I'd say, Color Splash. No, um, <laughs> um, ukulele. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I put this, I put this there with ukulele in my. It's cheaper it though. <laughs> novel. It seemed beautiful, and it, it it is novel and it is beautiful, but it's not compelling. Yeah. Well, at least I can give it a six point five. I would give it. Yeah, I would give it about a six myself if I was giving it. Yeah, Metacritic seventy three percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's still positive. It, I mean, it, has, it has to be like a four to be bad, right? I don't know if I'll like do recordings of the rest of it, but I, I do want to try to beat it. I at least want to do that. Mm. I mean, at least it's half the price of ukulele. Right. Ukulele was 40. Which and I it's s- a little more stylized. Yeah. I'd still like to play more, more of ukulele. I just haven't really, hasn't been on my main radar. But I do think about it every once in a while. Think about old yuka and lele and how uh, I could return to it some point i got i want at least Shit, i'll throw it in there with snake snake pass too it's like snake pass <laughs> well snake pass yeah they could they're like the trilogy of 3d platform games i wish i loved because you wish were better yeah everything is there that makes them look like they should be great well snake pass i probably won't return to anytime soon but ukulele still has you know i still kind of want to play it again i want to get to that casino land and see how terrible it is and then i can stop playing it forever after that if it's awful but i do i mean i do kind of like that one but there's too much you know there's too much stuff to play there's too many games on the switch what is uh can you explain the way flame in the flood works like how that game is i know absolutely nothing yeah about sure it. it's a top-down 3d game so think of like maybe like animal crossing maybe almost i would say is the way the perspective is but you can yeah. rotate the camera Sure. But um, it's a survival game with crafting. So you're, you're going from spot to spot. You've got a limited amount of storage space. Like you have a backpack and then you have a dog with you. Your dog can carry some stuff for you. And then you have a boat, uh, a raft. And the mm-hmm. raft has like a big storage area on it. So you have a total amount of space. You can store things, raw materials. You can craft with them and you can make everything from like types of food to uh, first aid devices like splints and bandages if you get hurt you have to learn all the crafting recipes and that's where i'm not there yet and so the game encourages multiple replays because it's a roguelike mm-hmm. i'd say it's a roguelite because you do have checkpoints i think that makes it a roguelite but uh i don't know the terms <laughs> so there's certain points okay so this is the best way to describe it you start out the game you see a dead body and the dog it's like a skeleton and there's a dog dragging a uh, backpack away from that skeleton you're like Was this the end of the game, like showed at the beginning? No, that's the beginning of the game where he is still in a backpack for you. He brings it to you, and you're like this weird, like, kind of almost like cubism looking, like, I think of like Guernica or like one of the Picasso paintings where, like, it's just really like super emotional, like, faces, but they're like super cubist. Mm. Like, they're 3D, but they're not. That's the character. She looks very cubist, like the main character. And her name's, I think, Scout is her actual name. But you get the impression that the whole world is flooded. It's like post apocalyptic. And all you have is your dog and whatever supplies you can find. And you're, you're trying to travel to the ocean on your raft. So you'll basically, you'll, gather all the resources you can in an area try to heal up and craft and uh sleep till it's daytime hopefully then you get in your boat and you go to the next area and you're just going down to like a a, i think it's a procedurally generated river i think it's different for each playthrough Hmm. and uh you're traveling down the river and you go through rapids and you're avoiding debris you're trying not to smash your raft and you can keep stopping at different spots so you can either stop at places where you can fix your raft and repair the damage or you can stop off at like campsites where you can sleep and uh collect resources and stuff and like cook food or you can stop off at like uh wilderness areas where you can't camp but you can gather a shit ton of resources but there's like wild animals that want to kill you that you have Hmm. to avoid and so there's different types of things you can stop at along the way in the meantime like it keeps track of how many miles you've traveled and how long you've played and how many days you've played and uh so at the very end like once you die it'll show you like a map like an 
it'll like zoom out and show like a map of how far you traveled down the river and how oh. many days you survived and how much food you consumed and different stuff like that. So like here, I think it's definitely a game that's meant to be played multiple times until you like get a feel for it and like get a perfect play. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like how far can you go? Like it's basically how it works. Kind of like outrun or like, uh, yeah. Or, uh, you know, I guess I'm, that's the only thing I can think of. Did you ever play outrun the Sega arcade game? I didn't. No. You, it's, it's a racing game and it's basically like, there's a long map, and you try to get to the end of the race, and it's hard. It gets harder as it goes. But th- that's kind of what that it sounds like. Think of that uh, Guitar Hero Three song. What Outrun? I don't know. Flame through the, the fire and flame. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, no, I keep wanting to call it different things. It's a, uh, it's the flame in the flood. But I keep wanting to call it the flame in the flood or flaming through the flood. Like I keep, I keep getting like different names in my head of what it is. But yeah, I double checked it. It's the flame in the flood. Yeah, so when I so, like it's a, it, it, think about it as a campfire in the midst of a flood. That's the flame. Of the flood. Sure. Yeah, because when I was when I texted you guys about that game, I was like, "Is it the flame and the flood, or flame in the flood?" And I actually looked at the YouTube, and it was like, "Oh, it's in the flood." But yeah, no, it sounds interesting. It's like a survival type thing, and you kind of go from like I mean, island it's really island. interesting. And I yeah. only did like I only played enough for that recording, but uh, mm-hmm. it's got that compelling music by uh, Chuck Reagan of Hot Water Music fame. Yeah, and uh, it's definitely like I think once you learned how to make the recipes you know it'd be like minecraft where when i first started playing minecraft i was just bewildered by everything but after a while you know you you understand you got to punch the trees and get Mm. the wood and turn it into planks and sticks and blah 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 you know the order of like things to do after a while i think that i need to get to that point with this game to really enjoy it because i did barely any crafting the few times I played like before I died because mm-hmm. like I just felt like I was always racing the clock and you are racing the clock but you in the meantime you have to be like making different things like I broke my leg because a, a wild boar attacked me and uh, I didn't know how to fix my leg well you have to learn how to make a splint so I didn't have like the materials I needed to fix my leg so, so you get some you have to think ahead like that you have to know what to do ahead of time and have all your resources ready to go Sounds like a newer version of Oregon Trail or something. It kind of is. It's yeah. like Oregon Trail and Minecraft and yeah. Outrun, if that's what you're describing. <laughs> it's kind of all those things. Outrun is awesome. Hopefully, if that's at MGC, you should play it. You can actually get Outrun 3D on 3DS. Or if you have Yakuza 0 on PlayStation 4, you can play Outrun in arcades in that game. But uh, no, Outrun's a cool game. But uh, but, but no, I, I would say I would say the game's definitely worth 750 Like, get it. It's fun. It's... uh. Something you can come back to from time to time and try to get better at it. I think that's what I'm going to do. And also, the soundtrack is uh is good. The soundtrack's really good. Is it like a? It's like one of those things where it's like really hard to get the whole way through, right? Or can you? Like, I think there's different difficulty levels, and you can yeah. unlock things. I think it's one of those games that, like I said, encourages multiple plays. Yeah. So have I you, just have to like you just have to like sink your teeth into it and just keep going. Have you made it to an end or are there multiple ends or I haven't made it to an end yet, but I made it to the third out of the five or six sections, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it seems like it's supposed to go I mean in my mind it makes it feel like it's like extra hard and it's the the journey. It's more about the journey than the destination, right? Yeah. It sounds cool though. Yeah, it's and, something... uh, and I didn't buy this this week, but I thought I should mention it. The Celeste soundtrack is on Spotify. It is. I bought I bought the soundtrack on iTunes also. I think it's only like eight bucks. You can buy it there, but it's on Spotify if as well. If you have Spotify and you like the music to Celeste, go listen to it. Is uh, The Flame and the Flood on there also? Have you looked for it? It is. It is. 
Cool. And if you like, uh, I didn't put the flame in the foot on there, but if you like indie songs, uh, there was a new WART radio episode that just came out a couple of days ago that are, oh, really? that is made up of my favorite songs from indie games. Celeste is on there, but flame in the foot did not make it, unfortunately. But there are, there's two hours of indie game songs on there. I tried to be as broad as I could. So there's even stuff like, there's like Xbox exclusives, even, uh, there's even a mobile exclusive on there. So I tried to be pretty crazy with the with the songs plenty of playstation 3 exclusive we wear dsi wear all sorts of shit on there you can that you can listen to what do you think is the most unexpected game slash song that you put on there what do you mean unexpected in what way like the most you know, we're talking about indie games so like what's the one where somebody's listening and they're gonna go oh i can't believe you put that one on there probably the last song <laughs> i think <laughs> well there's a couple on there that might be like why'd you put that one on there there, there was, there was a game called Bit Trip, Bit Trip Beat. Did you ever play that game on Wii? Oh Wii? yeah, I played those. Yep. It's, it's basically like a rhythm game that feels like Pong. It's, it's an mm-hmm. awesome game. Like I, I fucking, remember that one. Fucking love the hell out of that. And I put the song on there from the first level. And that one was kind of a, was kind of one I put in there for me, just because I really like that game. And at the end of the episode, there's like a ten minute long song from Orbient, which is a super, which is a, like this. Do you remember the art style games that only came out in Japan? They were Game Boy Advance games, and then they re-released yep. mm-hmm. them on the Wii, and the D, and they they released some on WiiWare, they released some on DSiWare. But Orbient was my favorite one. You basically play a moon, and there's two buttons. You can either like like push your gravitational pull away from the planet or towards you, and you basically kind of work through this galaxy and try to get in the orbit of other planets, and you consume other moons to make you larger. And eventually, you want to like get a sun like going around you and stuff like that. But once you get more planets orbiting you, the soundtrack kind of changes. So it'll it'll change like depending on what you you know what you have like and how and how you pro- progressed in the level. And the last song is just basically a mixture of all of those different stuff that so it like it'll sound really repetitive and then it'll change a little bit and then it'll sound repetitive and then it'll change a little bit it's kind of like that last song on uh on that um what are those guys fucking name remember that indie band that indie indie band we used to listen to man i had a good joke there but i forgot it jimmy jimmy world it's like that last song in that jimmy world album that goes on for like 20 minutes but it sounds repetitive but it keeps changing it's kind of like that (laughs) you know on that one on clarity at the end of clarity (laughs) but yeah that's probably the weirdest one on there i guess that's 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 most bizarre that's like there to appeal to me so but yeah it was it was a fun it was a fun episode and i did it in the style of nerd nerd noise radio because I just got to host an episode of that podcast, which uh, we had John Wedgworth on here from that for our best games of 2017. So go listen to that. Go listen to Nerd Nights Radio and listen to uh, Tra- the Trey's Picks episode, and you can hear me on there doing an intro. And you can see my, my picks of the different songs and all that. It's a fun episode, so give it a listen to. But yeah, if that's all you guys got. Oh, wait, I was going to ask you, have you used any of your Amiibo for Bayonetta yet? Oh, good question. So I did want to say out of all the games I bought this week, Bayonetta 2 is my favorite, without a doubt. Yeah. I'm having the most fun with it. It's a lot of fun. surprising me. It's so much different than the first one. Yeah. It's it's got a lot of extra stuff, so um, I love it, and... Yes, I've been using my Amiibo. I've been using every Amiibo I can to the point where I even took this guy, the only Amiibo you can scan in the box, the Shovel Knight Amiibo. And use that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've used that, but you can't use it with this. No? It won't It won't work. Oh, really? So oh, I have to switch to the Joy-Cons just long enough to scan this. Oh, and then it works. kind of actually push up into the box with mm-hmm. the controller. Just get close enough to his, his little butt here. Mm-hmm. Why is that the only one works. that you can scan in the box? Because that's it's not what, made by uh, Nintendo. Yeah, Yacht Club wanted 
Yacht Club games wanted to be able to scan it through the box. Because the yeah. yeah the other amiibo you can't because there's like a there's like a foil thing, a reflective surface under it, so so you have to open it to be able to scan it. But they wanted you to be uh, able to collect it and not open it and still use it. So that one, hey, you can actually scan in the box. I don't know. I so know that's my actually why the this amiibo is right here next to me. Yeah, because you've been playing it. Did you? Because use, I've been uh, scanning it every day. You can scan them all once a day. Because and, uh, and I also wanted to open these. I haven't. But I want to open these for the extra the extra halos. That's three amiibo. Oh yeah. Because you this get is the Animal Crossing uh, three pack. Yep, yeah, amiibos. No one cares about it. <laughs> yeah, I think you bought me that one. I mean, I, I wanted it for KK, but yeah, no one cares about those amiibo. I even looked them up, and they're still like not worth nothing. But yeah, if you go to, I don't, don't want to open them up because I don't care about the other two. Oh, about they Cyrus would just be exclusively and exclusively for Bayonetta yeah. is the only reason I would open them. Yeah, because if you scan actual Bayonetta, you get all the costumes, right, from Bayonetta 2? Or the ones that you have to unlock? You unlock yep. them all, right? Yep. The ones that I was working for to get? You still have to buy them. Oh, you still have to buy them. Oh, yeah, and they're yeah. like 100000 or a million. Or, they're a lot, right, probably? Yeah, they're expensive. They're 100000 Yeah, but if you... If you're trying to, if you're trying to like Matt get Halos together, I'm sure you read this online, but just try to keep your combo going for as long as you can. Like that's basically how you get high amounts of Halos for every for every level. Is is my sort of advice for that. So like whenever after you hit somebody, like just use the just use the button to shoot for a while, and you can extend your combo. It's basically how you want to keep doing that, and then you and then you'll get, and then you can get like a hundred thousand or above a hundred thousand per level if you keep that going. So. so- Link link the combos by holding the shoot button. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I did it. It's like to call. try to get from one to another. Anything. Yeah, actually, I took all my guns away and put all swords. Yeah, but you can, but you'll still shoot. Like it, you know the the Y button should still shoot yeah. if you hold it. If you hold it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. So because I because I played a lot of uh, after last week I played through the first like six chapters on hard mode of the Wii U one just because the game's a lot of fun and I was like I want to go through it again so and I want to get all those extra costumes and weapons and stuff and I did get a couple but I got the um I think I got the the peach costume and I got the the Star Fox costume also which is like so yeah. ridi- which is so ridiculous but she yeah has I the- have the Star Fox costume because I have the Star Fox amiibo yeah she has the R wing guns and they have the little like trinkets hanging under them that's like Fox or and then and then it has like a it has like a Falco and Slippy like hanging off her feet and all that it's like so ridiculous like that game is ridiculous but a lot of fun and if you uh I know that Ed Ed mentioned that you know how the how the um ship changes but you can actually it'll actually happen in the first level too like because I automatically put the Star Fox outfit on because in the new one you get the Star Fox out- outfit like when you beat the game and I was going through it again on hard and when you when the when gene picks you up in her jet it'll be an r-wing at the very beginning so you don't have to get all the way to the end to this to see the r-wing but it's all in there and shit but yeah that game's a lot of fun i'm glad you're having fun with it have you you should try that online mode and see if anybody's doing it at some point the uh umbran, will, umbran crash i don't know or how far into the game i am but what chapter are you on seven okay i think it's uh i think there's 15 chapters yeah there's 15 total. okay so I'm like approaching the halfway point, I think. Yeah, you're. About I there. really, I really just started sinking my teeth into it yesterday. Yeah, but you'll want to. I mean, you'll want to go through and do it on the different difficulties and get the extra stuff. I mean, that's what I've been doing on the Wii U. So I think it's totally worth. I mean, it's, I that's, haven't been completing all the challenges either, like the little yeah. the challenges that are in every level. Yeah, you have to get all those too if you want to get the extra stuff. And it's also like finding them, which uh, uh wonderful one one works like that too. We have mm-hmm. to find them and then get decent scores on them. Because some stuff you can only unlock by getting golds or getting like average golds for every chapter, stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's the type of game that's meant for you to play over and over and over again, New Game Plus and all that, and get better at the combos and 
get better dodging and all that fun stuff. It is a lot of fun to play, though. And it just, like, gets ridiculous more and more and more ridiculous the more you play it. So you got a lot of I like it. Got a lot of fun left in that one. You can play it. It was worth it. Yeah. And I'm glad I waited to play it because it's a new game for me. Like, I didn't buy it on the Wii U. And now I get to play it like it's the first time because it is. Yeah, you can play it again for the first time. Well, for the first time, but yeah. And then I'm going to go back and play Bayonetta. I played the first couple of levels, but it, I was having fun with it. But I do have to agree with Ed that I like Bayonetta's look more. Yeah, Bayonetta yeah, 1 doesn't too. look that great. It looks super brown. <laughs> it was in the it was in the brown times. Well, even just the actual style, like Bayonetta's character model, I like her better in 2. Yeah, no, sure. yeah, she does look better. Cool. Is Jeremy, there... I'm enjoying watching your cat trying to tear down your giant <laughs> one-up mushroom there. He's kind of pissing me off because yeah. I'm like pulling on his tail. He wants pulling to... on his tail and he's not stopping. He wants he to open care. that amiibo. He's like, "Why did you? Why did you not open the Animal Crossing amiibo?" He's like, "I want. I'll do it for you with my claws. I'll rip it apart." <laughs> cool. Well, that's our that's our show for this week. That's been uh, Nintendo Main episode one zero nine. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And uh, you know you can find us at Nintendo Main Podcast. Podcast.com. Uh, you can find our YouTube videos at youtube.com slash fingmater. That's F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. Put all our videos <laughs> there. You can... Uh, <laughs> you can... Uh, going at it. <laughs> you can download us from all of the download places where you find podcasts. Anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find it. Just look for Nintendo Main. If you just Google Nintendo Main, you will find our shit everywhere. We have completely polluted the internet. It's hard to run from it. So if you try to find Nintendo Main, you'll find all of the dumb shit that I've put up there that, that will be ready for you to consume. Anyway, you know, if you like the show, uh, review us on iTunes and subscribe to the YouTube. We only have like 40 subscribers. We still need like 960 more. So, you know, get a, get to subscribing on that. <laughs> we're doing better than we were before. So, and, you know, but yeah, and if you want to drop us a line, you can email us at Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitch, I stream every Thursday and Sunday at, uh, around like three or four. You can catch me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I will have already done the Pac-Man one by now, but you can go back and look at it. It'll be on there. It'll be on YouTube, and you can check more Skies of Arcadia stuff on Sunday and other retro stuff to come. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you. See ya. These rules never end till they reach the water. Daughters, when you find your way, drift and pull your stakes. We take the mess you made. I don't care where you come from, or your mama tell you. Chicken Wiggle. That's that stupid game too. Did they made Chicken Wiggle? Yeah. Yes.